you know, I must be a podcasting personality idiot. If you could just explain uh, during the show, flesh out again, exactly how that full moon calendar works. I'd really appreciate it because I, I had trouble sleeping last night worrying. Could you help me? Well, I can help you, podcasting sir. Producer? It's a public service. Okay, it's a good public enough. service. And it's service for you as well. You're part of the public as well as being a podcasting personality. Appreciate That's something. That. That's You're all welcome. good. Okay. All right, let's, so do, let's it. do it. When the moon is full, my animal instincts rise. But I keep it all inside, hiding in disguise. I'm a hidden beast, the secret I can't expose. Fear and judgment and rejection from the one I chose. Hey, you made it. Yes. Mm. And we got another song this week. And sure do. it's a bro show. And my name's Jerry. My name's John. We are the brothers. Yeah. Who do this podcast, the bro show. And yes. actual brothers. No fooling around. Same mother, nope, same father. The real deal. The real deal. And we have a show for you today, or an episode, as they say in podcasting mm. parlance. And uh, yeah, if you've never been here before, we have a very structured show. We talk about four things. Uh, we talk about an animal. This week, it's uh, this season, it's the season of the werewolf. So we're going to talk mm. about werewolves. Very exciting. Then we got a word. Then we have a two takes topic that we talk about that we have two different takes on. And then last but not least, we have two groaners. Groaners. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Welcome aboard. This is going to last uh, 20 to 30 minutes. Yep. Enjoy. Hey, hey, as a public service announcement, John, I thought I might oh. say a couple words about the new moon calendar. Now, yes. This is a feature uh, the season of the werewolf. This is a feature. We have a link on our show notes that if you click it, it'll show you in your time zone how long it will be until the next full moon. Okay, so click on that thing if you want to find out when the next full moon is in your area. It is specific to where you are. So why do we have this as a public service announcement? Because on the night of the full moon or the nights of the full moon, I should say, because it's two to three nights that the moon is in its full phase. The nights of the full moon, you could have an encounter with a werewolf and it would be wise to stay indoors. If you are a werewolf, do the right thing. Stay in your safe room, okay? That's exactly. All. Very good. Okay. I appreciate that. Right. Thank you so much. That's... I needed that. You got it, buddy. <laughs> I'm sure everybody else did too. Don't feel bad. Hey, okay. I, I want to plug something for you. Uh, okay. My brother, John... Who, who you just heard from. My brother John wrote an incredibly good 2023 Hallmark Christmas movie report. He does these yes. every year. He reviews for you what the great movies were that were on the Hallmark movie channel for Christmas. And uh, I had the honor of editing it for him and laying it out. And it is gorgeous and wonderful. And it's pinned to the top of our homepage. Uh, you tell your friends about it. Enjoy it yourself. It's there for the reading. 
I think the key there is that even though all these movies have taken place, they still do a few movies after the fact. That I think they have a Friday night where they do Christmas movies still. But the key is that I give out awards. So it's sort of like, oh, it's yeah. just like the Academy Awards of Hallmark Christmas movies. So I give out yeah. uh, and that people like that. And it comes with pictures. So quite often people say, well, I don't know the name. I, that guy I don't know is, you, you mentioned a name, but I don't know who it is. Well, if I mention a name in the report, most of the time you will be able to see a picture of that person or people in the movie. So that's good too. Okay. Thanks yeah, a lot a, for that. It's a great report. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, on our show, I think this is, is this the fourth or third year? I think it's the actually it's the, I think it's the, it is the fourth year. Okay. That you've done the report. Yeah. And right. you know, people request this. People, uh, some listeners are going to go, what's the big deal about this? If you're a Hallmark movie person, this is a big deal. Yeah. You know, people ask you for this. I've seen it in public. And keep in mind that we do another show, usually in October, where we learn a little bit about some of the details of the movies and we can give out more information then. Not all of it, but we can, so that you can get a chance to watch the movies, you know exactly when they start, when they end, and et cetera. So that we do also. Yeah. Super oh, duper. Good. And by the hey, way, hey. if you want to be not if you want to be if you want to be notified when we have a show, just subscribe. You'll see it on our our homepage on any of the uh, any of the stuff that goes out for us on the web. You know, through Substack, you will see exactly the button that says subscribe. We will notify you every Saturday morning when the show drops, and then you can listen to it. And it's very unintrusive, quite gentle, in fact, isn't it, John? Very gentle. Good point. That's a hey, reminder. Okay. What do you got on? Yep. I got clothes shirt? on, which is the good news. I do. Yeah, how about, I'm fully clothed. G give me the, the details oh. above the belt. Oh, above the belt. I have got the T-shirt commemorating our performance at the Clark Street <gasps> Ale House, our second performance. It's got the set list on the back. Oh dear! Set, set oh, memorable in the, in the business, memorable. It's, so yes. we got that, and yeah. So that's what I'm wearing. How about you? What are you wearing? I've actually got the season of the rabbit T-shirt, the one with the rabbits that are playing cards. Uh, four of them dressed up uh, form, with the formal attire. The Bro Show, oh, season nice. of the rabbit. www.bro.show. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's our URL. People go to. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, so I guess the next thing we have, we have a sponsor, don't we, John? We do have a sponsor. Our sponsor is the Animal Legal Defense Fund. And this nonprofit organization's mission is to protect the lives and advance the interest of animals through the legal system. How do they do this? Well, by filing high-impact lawsuits for critters in harm's way, providing free legal advice to other prosecutors so they can get with the program and know what to do. And supporting tough animal legislation. And in addition to that, they have got, best of all, they have got some incredible swag. You agree? I think they have great swag. You've gotten me some swag from them in the past. I've enjoyed it. I wear it. It's beautiful. Uh, and not just that, but we have swag also. And you'll see a note. A note. You'll see a note at the bottom. A link at the bottom of our our uh, our episode here. 
And you can click on that and you buy any swag from us or from them. And all the money goes to the Animal Legal Defense Fund. Either way, we really support this organization. We're 100% behind it. So that's the deal with swag and the Animal Legal Defense Fund.org. Hey, I got a werewolf story for you. We sure do. And I think as a preface, we just need to comment that as we learn more about werewolves, it, that, that is provided to us. The basis of that is the literature and the films that come out. And in the past, uh, historically speaking, uh, the, the dominating uh, part of that, uh, of the werewolf story has been about male werewolves. In fact, the, the werewolves at the beginning were just considered masculine. It was sort of like uh, female werewolves had a back seat. Well, in recent years, yeah. that has kind of changed. And we find that there are much more uh, mentions and, and stories about female werewolves. And that's what our story is today. It's about, it's a TV series called Wolf Like Me. And yeah. it features a, as a star, a female werewolf. Um, and well, let me just give a couple quick details and then you can kind of talk sure. a little bit because you're the, you're the go-to guy when it comes to the, 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 the knowledge of werewolves. The name of its wolf, like me, it's an Australian streaming TV, black comedy, rom-com, drama series. And it was, uh, it's actually shown on Peacock. So it's a little hard to get, although you were able to get at least, and anybody can do this, can, can get at least an example, get to see the first episode of it for free. Yes. So that's, yes, that's right. So I'll give you an idea, a little taste, and see if you want to jump in for the full thing. But what what it let's get the timing. It all the shows uh first season took place in 2022, uh six episodes. The second season took place in uh, April 2023, seven episodes. And I have a feeling, based upon the information and the details we have as it relates to the second season, it left with a cliffhanger. So I would I would wouldn't be surprised if they come up with a third season. It was filmed in Sydney. Australia, and it's gotten good mm-hmm. ratings. Uh, you know, on the uh, Metacritic, that's the they give it 69 out of 100, and on the IMDb, the Internet Movie Database, the actual viewers give it a rating of 7.3 out of 10. So yeah, I would call it somewhere between good and very good. With, and it's actually been uh, been a, uh, nominated for awards in the sort of the Academy Awards of Australia. So it's got some cred. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of the, the details of it. And maybe you could kind of, we, this is really tough to talk about because we, you, you, every, every moment we say something, we're worried that we're going to, you know, do a, have to do a spoiler alert. So, but maybe you can flesh out a little bit, yeah. at least what we can talk about as it relates to it. Yeah, I'll, I'll tippy toe through this a little bit here. Uh, yeah, in, in this story, uh, this is a pretty traditional werewolf or she-wolves, they sometimes call the female werewolves. Right. Uh, it's pretty traditional. Uh, that being said, that means that on the night of the full moon, uh, she turns into a werewolf. And like many conscientious werewolves, she has a safe room. She locks herself in uh, so that you know she can't harm anyone. Despite right. that, a, f- a few bad people do get eaten. Yes. I'll just tell you that. I, I think we think need it, that warning. Yeah, and I also think but it's another funny. thing. It's funny. It, it's very, yeah. The thing is, we need to make yeah. it clear that this person became a werewolf. This this lady became a werewolf because she got bitten. She was bitten. That's yes. how she 
So yeah, she didn't important. inherit the trait. No. no. Yeah, she didn't inherit. No, she she actually got bitten. And <laughs> for the most part, uh, especially in the first season, this is this is about a, a lone werewolf. We talked right. last week about wolf packs, but uh, I don't want to say too much more about that. Okay. There may be something yeah. that happens in the second season or not. I don't know. I can't say right now. Being a little cagey here. <laughs> but I did mention it is a rom. I, mean, I did mention it's a rom com, so I think that kind of gives a little oh, bit yeah. of a hint that we we were talking about relationships oh, yeah. here, and it's yes. and so you've got th- and you have three main players without saying what they are. You've got the, the woman, which we kind of extract yeah. right that we've got a a uh, a single parent uh, dad who has a, a kid, and the way that the they all connect in, in with with respect to this and the sort of the trials and tribulations as they seem to run into each other in more ways than one. So I think that pretty well tells the story, but I think the important part is Yeah, but that it's about it, relationships. It's about it, relationships, it's a, right? It's a relationship movie. That's exactly it. So I mean, yeah. it, it, and that's what well, makes be, it, I think, just a be real, unique. Be realistic. Yeah, it does make it unique. And, and, you know, you never know. This might be useful. You don't know when you're dating a girl. Or guys, or who you're dating a, a somebody, and they turn out to, you know, you notice that uh, they run home on a on a, a night of the full moon, and, and they can't see you, and you know, this is this can explain a lot of stuff. And so, this character, the guy, the single dad, uh, he is extremely forgiving because she gets along. The werewolf lady gets along so well with his daughter that he just yes. makes all the allowances in the world, you know. Everybody has baggage, is what he tells her. <laughs> when she just blows the key here, that she's a werewolf. <laughs> it's uh, I, I like some of the taglines I, I wrote down. Love can be scary. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then the yeah. other one I like a fresh take on Mooncross lovers. <laughs> that is funny. That is funny. So it's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. It's a highly rated show. Yeah. Um, it's the relationship thing that is that, that what makes it and the way and because the fact is that there's two things I learned you can learn from this. Number one, it fleshes out a lot of questions. I struggled with answers to questions as it relates generally to werewolves, female werewolves, etc. This show, this series, basically answers some of those questions, which I think is cool. And the other thing is it it it, it like you've already said it explains some quite often. You, you you start with a relationship and you just you don't quite get all of it and then you learn more and more and it kind of makes a difference as to how the work relationship's going to go. But I would say that if we were going to do like a a, a a dear Abby thing, if you if you end up if you somebody rejects you for a date, you might want to you know look at the calendar and see if the reason that they maybe rejected you wasn't because of anything about you. <laughs> it had more to do with the fact of what night it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's just well, a little advice. I don't think. It's, yeah, just a little advice. Not that we're paranoid or anything, but yeah. <laughs> funny, John. Very funny. Okay, hey, uh, we have a word now. We sure do. Our word is monetization. M O N E T I Z A T I O N. Monetization. This is the act or process of making an income from something that otherwise would not generate revenue. And our two takes is going to be mm. uh, about a, uh, a, a, a 
piece of uh, an app, an, an artificial intelligence app called Suno. And what they do is they've learned a way that they're going to get money. And this is the example sentence for $10 a month. Users of Suno can generate up to 500 songs. It's a, it's a music generator. And for $30 a month, users of Suno can generate up to 200 songs. So they, they offer, offer discounts. So that's, that's, that's what the uh, word is, mm -hmm. monetization. We'll talk about it a little bit more. And that kind of gives you a little preview as to what our two takes is going to be. So, Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I guess it is time for the two takes. Hey, why not? Yeah. Okay. So this is this is a piece of software I ran into and that we've been using uh, since our season of the werewolf began. Nice. You may have noticed that every every episode we have a brand new intro song, and it usually has something to do with the episode itself. Okay, last week it was a song about a werewolf pack. Okay. Yeah. So that's just an example. This week. Uh, it's it's going to be about a man in love with a female werewolf. Surprise, surprise. So how did I get these songs? You know, did good I question. Well, uh, well, you know, you know, maybe a little help, maybe a little area. help, just a little jump start. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I think to, it's, I, I to stretch it to stretch it. I, I collaborated with Suno. <laughs> I think it's important that we explain that this isn't our first venture into using AI. Uh, and in the spirit no. of full disclosure, we, we use it. We started, you know, in ChatGPT and we talked about it and we use it for research and script writing, uh, you know, fleshing out some of the summaries. The next thing we did is before you know it, we got this thing called Mid Journey, which we've talked about a little bit. And if you go to our photo bomb. Uh, you'll see that 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 quite often we're able to 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 get art that relates to the show, and also we've used some of that art on our T-shirts. And this is our latest, yep. greatest. It's called Suno, and I guess you know it's got fav very favorable reviews. And I don't know exactly how you react yeah. to it, but um, it just—I'll tell you. Know, you. Let's hear it. I was uh, I was cruising around on YouTube, which I consider my college of choice. You know, I was cruising around campus and uh, I ran into uh, a video podcast on YouTube that was about uh, a music AI. Okay? And that's kind of broad. But I know these were two pod these were two music uh, video podcasters I was aware of and I'd watched their videos in the past and they, they make a living through music. They write jingles, they write songs. They cut records, they do live performances, and they podcast. This is all in the. This is all a day in the life of a modern musician, to tell you the truth. There are a lot of people like this on YouTube. So, but this one was about how they're going to lose their jobs. They're going to lose their livelihood because of this this uh, artificial intelligence service called Suno. S U N O. Okay, so that's a, a Hindi word for uh, for music. Yes. So the cool thing, yeah, the cool thing, but so they, they showed it on their video podcast. They show how to work. They wrote several, so, wrote, quote, several songs impromptu during the recording of their video. And I was enthralled and they were enthralled. They were stunned by how good this stuff was. And I've trotted the results of Suno out before several musicians over the last week. And mm -hmm. without fail, John, 
they have the exact same reaction that these two guys had. Holy cow. That's the basic reaction. Why? Why, you may ask. Here's why. Well, they not it. only do music. A lot of AIs have done music, but no AI has integrated music and vocals. So how do you get a song out of Suno? Here's all you do, John. All you have to do is say, I want a punk rock song about an ordinary guy falling in love with a female werewolf. That was my prompt. (laughs) It's all I had to say. And I hit the return button and I had two, not one, but two different songs in in two different punk rock styles about that topic. And you know what? You just heard the one on the opening of the show. It's not too freaking bad. It's actually good. And I've gotten great reviews for this thing. And you can do little things like you can write all your own lyrics if you want to. You don't have to take their lyrics. There's a custom mode where you enter your lyrics and you can indicate this is a verse. This is a chorus. This is the outro. So you have a nice end to your song. And then uh, you have to say what style you want and what the title of the song is. Hit the return button. You've got two versions of that. I've done that, too. I wrote wow. a song several years ago after I got done, after I uh, uh, fought my cancer to the extent I could get rid of my catheter. And I was kind of celebrating and I wrote this song about it and I had the lyrics, but I hadn't written out the music yet. So I thought this is a perfect candidate, right? Yeah. So I cut and paste into Suno. Wow. Stunning. I was very surprised how good the song was. It. You know what? I didn't realize, but, and then I tried another one that I did in the past. It didn't come out as well. You know why? Because I didn't write the lyrics as well. So you do have some control over the quality of the product if you're going to customize it and do your own lyrics. You have to really be careful with your lyrics and kind of, uh, you know, keep the meter right, if you know what I mean. The rhyming's not as important as the the meter is, is, you know, keeping it uh even and having it come out right and also when you're writing a course you write that a little differently than you write a verse and stuff like that so your skill done as a musician because you are everyone knows that your skill as a musician comes into play with the quality of the product you put out so well, that, that's what, what that's what yeah. happened that's an account i i gotta ask yeah. i gotta ask you how much does this cost a person sure. i mean once okay. you sign up for you can it, you use create it for an account free. Yeah, you create an account, number one. Everybody has to create an account. If you Actually, I take that back. I did not create an account. I just went on and used it. They'll let you use it and get a sample, but they own all the rights to that music that you just created. But right. if you register and pay a minimum of $10 a month, right, then you own all the rights to it, and they keep track of it for you in your library. So you can have a whole library of tunes that you've created. And with $10 a month, you can create 500 songs a month. Wow. It's a lot. Sounds like a lot, but it's not. It's not not really. Not really. If if you're a music writer, if you're a songwriter, that's probably not a lot. Yeah. Uh, I think it's it's also important because what you're doing is you're tweaking. You need to understand the, the limitations of the product and also the prompts that you need to make, you've kind of learned how to give efficient prompts. So you don't have to go through four iterations of a prompt to get what you really want. 
Um, yeah, that's important correct. too. Uh, so yeah, yeah. It, it's really it good. I mean, if and for thirty dollars a month, you can get uh, up to two thousand songs. And again, keep in mind that when you pay anything, either the ten or the thirty, you that is your product. And with that product, uh, yep. then you can you you can decide to maybe make it as part of a commercial. You can make it as part of a song, etc. How long are the songs usually that come out of this? Uh, uh, the songs say? they they vary in length. I've gotten them. I've gotten them up to a minute. Uh, you okay. can you can do a full song if if you hit the continuation menu item. And okay. it'll let you enter lyrics for a second phase of the song, and then you th- you combine the two two segments together. It's a little complicated right now. Uh, here's the background on this thing: they the guys who did this are two musicians and uh, a software developer, and they developed it as a website. It's really nice; it works really well, and they didn't know how how good it would be received, how well it would be received. <laughs> the response has been enormous. So they're working like heck right now to make the next iteration of their product, which will have many more bells and whistles. But I think what will happen is if you want to create whole songs that are full length, like a couple minutes, uh, you're probably going to pay a surcharge or something or a higher mm-hmm. membership fee. You know, that's what I anticipate. Uh, if you want more control over how it comes out, like setting the, the key or uh, the time signature or anything like that, or the instrumentation, I think all that's going to be extra stuff because that's going to really complexify the uh, the product. And one more thing, don't worry about copyright because right. they really vet lyrics and tunes to make sure that it's not like any other song so that you won't get busted. So it so protects the artist. Of the, yeah, it does. It protects you yeah. as a user and also the artists of other artists that have that have music. And so that's uh, good to know that you're not going to get sued by somebody because your song that you developed through this is comparable to another. So, okay. So possible, a couple things here, possible, possible uses. Okay. If you are a working musician, this is, you think, Oh, well, if guys writing songs are for an album wrong, a lot of times you're writing jingles for, for a car dealership. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A working musician does a number of things to stay alive, pay rent and keep his girlfriend. So, or vice versa. Uh, so what do you, what happens here is that this is a tremendous tool for short spots, radio spots, uh, commercials, jingles. This would be tremendous for that kind of work. The sound quality is not studio quality. So it's perfect for radio. It's perfect for podcasts, stuff like that. So even though it's not, in my opinion, a full-fledged studio quality product yet, it has a great use in that area. One more thing you can do with it. Let's say you get writer's block as a musician. You've got lyrics and you just can't come up with a good tune or a good hook. My advice, sir, feed it into Suno and they will play you back some good stuff and you can get ideas. So then you take what they produced and you learn it on your guitar, or your piano or whatever you're playing and your vocals. And you can use that as a point of inspiration, as a collaborator, if you will, to work on music. So this has a lot of uses right now today and well worth 10 bucks a month. You've mentioned a use that I thought was very interesting. You know, Valentine's Day is coming up. And if you want to keep your girlfriend, oh. perhaps the way you do that is you maybe write, uh, have the uh, 
Suno write you a Valentine's Day song. Um, yes. And that, that way, that'd be a kind of a unique gift that you can give your, your lady friend. And you know oh, what's yeah. even more important for me personally, this would have been good uh, uh, 34 years ago when I could have, 20, 30 years ago, because you see, my wife's birthday was on the day after Valentine's Day. So I could have maybe, uh, maybe, ah. maybe I should write two songs. Maybe I shouldn't do one. Yeah, I think I better. I, could have done <laughs> two. I don't think I, gee, that would not work. <laughs> You got to be careful. You got to be careful. Uh, It's a powerful tool. (laughs) It's a powerful powerful tool. tool. Yes. (laughs) Well, that's all I got to say about that, John. Do you have any Uh, groaners? All good. Yeah, let's get to the groaners. Okay, I got two groaners for you. Our groaners are provided to us by Vincent Anthony Lauder Jr. And this first one I got, Vince gave it to me, and it is, what is the most common response you will get when you call the incontinence hotline, what is the most common response, the initial response you will get when you call the incontinence hotline? Okay, I'll tell you what it is. What? You ready? Yeah. Depends. Depends. That's a good one. Here's the one that they gave. I'm going to give you a lot of partial credit that usually you get. Can okay. you hold? <laughs> oh, that's excellent, too. Oh, that's really good. This is a real oldster uh, uh, groaner, right? <laughs> hey, but listen, a little bit more into the, 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 the our topics for the for the show. Here's one. Oh, and this one okay. I got. Uh, it's called "What do What do you call a history of your life written by Chat GBT? What do you call a history of your life written by Chat GBT? It's it's pretty obvious, but. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's not it's, obvious to me, I'm afraid. An autobiography. Oh. But the way you spell on. it, it's it, it. You say, well, that's bad. Well, to make it work it, by writing, you put auto dash biography. Okay. All right. Okay. I'll give it you makes credit a little bit on better that on one, then. That's about it. I think it would. I think it would. Well, those are two okay. good groaners. Thank you, John. Okay. Out of here. Retreat.